Well, we really want to thank you tonight for this opportunity to be here, and uh, I guess that's the mic that you're going to have. But we want to thank y'all for y'all's faithful support and for y'all's allowing us to be here. And as Pastor Carl said, uh, we're with His Love Ministries, and uh, let me just tell you a few minutes, just a little bit about how kind of God started all of this with me. Years ago, I was a baby Christian, and uh, I didn't know much about the will of God and how to find it or anything else, and you know, I just felt like God wanted me to preach, and He wanted me to teach the Word of God, and I was kind of like Moses, not that I was great like Moses, no way, but you know, it was like this, I just kept feeling like I was supposed to preach, and I said, who, me, God? I was the guy that when you got up and did book reports when you were a kid in school, that you were scared to death, and the whole time you were doing it, you were scared to death, and then as soon as you finished, you kind of sighed a sigh of relief, and then all of a sudden you realize that you're going to have to do another one in six weeks, and, and guess what? You got scared all over again like I am right this minute. I'm pretty nervous. So, uh, you know, the bottom line is, is God laid that mission on my heart. And, and a friend of mine, he, you know, I got a lot of bad advice from people. And let me tell you something. If God puts something on your heart and you know it's from God, don't let the naysayers stop you from doing what God called you to do. Because if it were for because of other people and the discouragement I got, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. And I just thank God that... He made it so clear and so evident that I was to do this no matter what some of the other people said. You're not this and you're not that. No, I'm not. But you know what? If God calls you to it, guess what? He's going to give you the ability. And you know, the first time I went to preach, I went to Effingham Prison. And I wasn't scared because I was going to the prison. But I was scared because you know, I was going to speak. And the whole way there, I was scared. And then I turned on the Bible Broadcasting Network and... And I heard the guy say, it's not your ability God wants, but it's your availability. And, and I needed to hear that, but I was still scared. It seemed like it took about a 400 hours to get there. But, you know, I preached and God spoke and he just confirmed to me that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And I, I think I got home in about five seconds, at least it felt that way. And I knew, and I haven't looked back ever since then. I just feel like this is what God's called me to do. If you could change that slide. His Love Ministries is an outreach ministry in Savannah. We originally called this a nursing home, jail, and prison ministry, but it's so much more. We go to the orphanages. We've been in homeless shelters. We've been in truck stops. We've been in all kinds of places. As Jesus said, Matthew 25, Assuredly, if you've done it unto me, the least of these, you've, the least of these you've done it unto me, right? And so as we look at the world around us, there's so much going on and so much problems and so many things that are going on. And you know what? When we look around, we realize that people are having lots of problems today. And you know what? We need to be there for them, right? And this is what we've done. Look at James 1.27 for me. Next slide. So God gave me a heart for these people and the kind of people that are out there that are forgotten. Basically, when you look at all the people we minister to, they're all locked up somehow, some way, some shape, form, or fashion, right? Some of them are locked up in wheelchairs or the nursing home they can't get out. Some of them are locked up in bodies that don't work, minds that don't work. Some of them are locked up in drugs and alcohol and 
depression and all kinds of things. But you know, Jesus said that if you, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And that's what we're trying to do is set these people free. At least if their mind, if their bodies are not free, at least we can set them free through Jesus Christ to have the freedom that's in Christ. And so let's look at the next slide. We're a ministry dedicated to reaching out to those that the world has forgotten. And basically we take Bible studies and church services to most of the places that people cannot get out and go to church or Bible studies. And so what we do is we go to them. We take church to them. I, you know, I look around and I see what people are doing. These people have been in church all their life. Some of them, the older folks, and guess what? They don't have church anymore. And unless somebody brings it to them, they're not going to have church. Let's look at the next slide. Our mission really is to equip and edify the body of Christ to build greater relationships with those in need. You know, think about this. There's people out there that don't know the Lord. We're trying to reach those with the gospel. Those that do know the Lord, guess what we're trying to do? We're trying to continue to grow them. We're trying to continue to keep them in church. And when I first started this, I would see people go out to the nursing homes and I said, well, let me see if what other people are doing. And they would go in and they would read a scripture. They would read a verse. They would sing a song, they'd read a poem, they'd shake some hands, and then they'd, they were gone. And that was it. And I said, these people need more than that. And so we began to do full church services. God brought a lady along that brought, uh, had you know, some large print hymnals, and we started using those. So let's, look at, uh, let's move two slides. Just flip to the one with the lap blankets and then bump one more. What we did was... His Love Ministries not only brings church services, but we also do simple things like birthday cards, Christmas cards, things like that. And you'd be amazed at what a simple birthday card would do for somebody. We had a guy one time that we were down at the nursing home at the beach. I don't know if y'all saw the one in the paper that's closed, but, but that's the one we were at. Hopefully they're going to open up again in October again and we're going to get to have some more people to minister to. We're ministering across the street at Savannah Beach. But we were over there and, and it was after the service and we walked in there and I gave the guy a card and it was a few days late. We, we go in there a couple of times a month and it was a couple of days late and I said, well, he started shaking his head. And I said, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the card's late. We can't be here all the time. And he just kept shaking his head. And finally, he put his hands up to the side of his head. And he says, man, you're the best. He said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. And he was so excited that he had gotten a birthday card. that He said he didn't even know if he was going to be able to sleep that night, if you can imagine. Have you ever gotten that excited over a birthday card? But this guy, we don't know the last time he ever got a birthday card. You know, I think about the nursing home ministry that, as you know, the fastest growing population is the, is the elderly, right? And I'm getting to that stage myself, heading that way. But when we look at the seriousness of this, and I thought about that verse over in John chapter 19, verse 26 and 27, and what is the last thing that Jesus does before he dies on the cross? One of the last things he does, he looks at, 
looks at his mother and he says, Mother, behold your son, and son, behold your mother, right? What was he doing? He was making sure his mother was taken care of, right? And as that verse, James 1.27 says, Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So that is what we're called to do. We're called to reach these folks. We're called to minister to them. We're called to tell them about the gospel and to help them continue to finish the race well. Some of them have started the race. But you know what? Many of them, they have never heard the truth. And many of them would never go to a church where the truth was preached. But we've seen 96-year-old people get saved in the We've seen Alzheimer people crying out, say, I got to get right with the Lord. You know, God can do anything, can He? God can save anybody. Let's look at this next slide. I was thinking about some of the folks over at Habersham House, and I go over there weekly, and we go to 12 nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Uh, We go to 26 total different places. And one day after I got through preaching over at Habersham House, that's the slide all the way up the top left, and as I finished, one of the ladies says, Pastor, thank you for coming and ministering to us. And she says, you know you're my pastor now. And the other lady from North Carolina says, yeah, and you know you're my pastor too. And... and, and as he said in the beginning, a lot of times people get into nursing homes, they get in these places, and guess what's happened? Nobody ever visits again. Nobody from the church.